Before we begin this episode, and as we approach the Thanksgiving holiday, the Presidential Trio wants to thank members for their ongoing participation in Division 18. Many of you contribute to this division in important ways, from serving in leadership roles, to engaging in discussions, and participating in educational offerings. We hope you see value in your membership in Division 18, and will renew your membership in 2021. In one other announcement, eligible voting members of APA should have received an email in early November requesting their vote on bylaws changes and apportionment ballots. One of the bylaws amendments is related to affording the ethnic minority caucuses a voting seat on the Council of Representatives. The other is in regard to allowing graduate student affiliate members of APA privileges to vote in elections for the president-elect and board members at large, along with bylaws amendments and apportionment ballots. With respect to the apportionment ballot, we ask you to consider assigning your 10 apportionment ballots to Division 18. The number of council representatives depends on the number of ballots Division 18 receives. We need to keep our two representatives on the council floor now more than ever. With our focus on social justice and underserved populations, Division 18 council members are an important voice on the council. Increase Division 18's impact on the APA Council of Representatives and give your 10 ballots to Division 18 today. And now, on to our program. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Public Service Psychology Now. We're your hosts, Jen Snyder and Tiffany Fennell. Today, we're interviewing Dr. Ashley Battistini, Chair of the Criminal Justice Section. Division 18 is comprised of several sections that members can join if they have special interests in work settings or populations. Criminal justice is one of those sections. Dr. Battistini is an assistant professor at the University of Memphis and has a private practice where she performs forensic evaluations. She's been a member of Division 18 for several years and is serving in the second year of her term as chair of the criminal justice section. Dr. Battistini, thank you so much for letting us interview you about the criminal justice section. So thank first, you both so much for having me on the podcast. It feels, I, I love this idea of a podcast. It feels very on trend. Thanks. Trying to be more modern um, and a good way to let people know about what we offer here in Division 18. So I hope people can learn a lot from today's interview and and learning about what criminal justice section is all about. So can you tell us more about the criminal justice section? Yes, I would love to tell you more about the criminal justice section. So um, we are, as uh, Jen said, one of the many uh, subsections of division 18. And in particular, our section caters to and represents psychologists and graduate students um, who are working in criminal justice settings and the populations that they serve. Many of our members are uh, frontline practitioners who work in correctional facilities, including federal and state institutions or in forensic services. Um, there are others like myself, uh, for example, who are academics and research psychological issues relevant to the criminal justice system, such as uh, correctional intervention outcomes, reoffense risk prediction, um, or even things like the impact of incarceration on well-being, among other things. And um, as a section, I would say that our collective goal is to contribute to more just and humane treatment for justice involved persons that in turn will lead to improved safety within our community. So um, again, we're, we're a section of um, psychologists and, and trainees who are really invested in improving uh, criminal justice outcomes. 
Wow, it sounds like a really wide span um, of members from, you know, students and all the way, you know, to um, maybe more senior members, but also lots of different settings. So academic settings like um, institutions, colleges, universities, and also maybe some forensic settings, private practices, maybe even um, prison, uh, you know, uh, correctional institutions. So a wide range there. Yeah, we definitely do. And we also have a lot of overlap with some other sections as well. Um, so for example, um, the section on serious mental illness, um, a lot of our members also work in inpatient psychiatric facilities or on forensic um, units within those uh, facilities. Um, and we also have a lot of overlap with uh, police and public safety because obviously, you know, criminal justice issues um, include the police and law enforcement as well. So there's a lot of overlap with other sections as well. That's really, um, really cool. I imagine there may be some other, like some collaborations that you, your section does with some of the others in that regard. Yeah, definitely. And that's, that's one of our um, aims for the, the coming year and years to follow is to try to increase our cross-section collaborations, um, as well as our cross-division um, collaborations, because we have some overlap with other divisions within APA. Well, speaking of that, maybe tell us some of those projects or collaborations or initiatives that you have um, coming up, um, maybe this coming year. Yeah, I'd love to. So I'll highlight um, a few that we have in the works. Um, one of the initiatives that I'm most proud of right now is our, um, I guess, somewhat new virtual event series. So when I started in the chair position last August, I guess it was, um, we really wanted to start a webinar series. And it kind of turned into not just webinars, but other things like discussion forums and um, other uh, virtual panels. And so we have um, a new webinar committee that's headed by uh, Dr. Danielle Ren uh, Rinchak. And she's been doing an excellent job um, putting together these virtual events. So earlier in the summer, um, I forget exactly when, but it, it was, it was kind of after the, this pandemic was, um, you know, in some of its peak points, um, we were able to pull together a discussion forum um, that addressed stress related to COVID-19 that was led by one of our senior section members, uh, Dr. Joel DeVoskin, who's also a former president of Division 18. We also recently did a panel on tackling racial injustice in the criminal justice system. That was a really exciting panel. We had um, two psychologists, one from the Federal Bureau of Prisons and another who was working in private practice doing forensic mental health assessments. And then we also had a rural county sheriff um, as part of the panel and uh, an individual who was formerly incarcerated who um, was running an, uh, a, re a fairly successful reentry program here in Memphis, Tennessee. So it was a um, multidisciplinary panel that was really exciting. Um, we also co-sponsored a panel with the uh, Corrections Committee of Division 41, which is uh, the American Psychology Law Society, um, where we um, got training directors from pre-doctoral internship sites and correctional facilities to kind of talk about the upcoming internship process, especially 
um, in the midst of this pandemic and that was a really high turnout panel. Um, so that was, uh, that was a really informative one, I think for a lot of students. And then we recently had a webinar on treating incarcerated women, which I think is a population that is not focused on as, as much in, in our work. And so that was another um, really successful webinar. And then our next one is scheduled for December 7th with uh, Dr. April Alexander on addressing racial trauma in incarcerated populations. So um, we really got the ball rolling with that. And, and many of our virtual events, especially the webinars, um, offer free uh, CEUs for psychologists who are in attendance at those. Um, I get the other major initiative that I'm really excited about, we just started working on this, um, is restructuring how students are involved in our section. So previously we had um, maybe one to two student representatives in the section. And um, recently the current student rep now turned student committee chair, uh, Faith Scanlon, she is working with some other students to develop more of a um, official student committee. So there's gonna be several different leadership positions within that committee. And then there'll be a larger body of um, student committee members to um, you know, put together goals and activities that are specific to our student members. So I'm really excited about that. It's gonna be a whole new revamping. I think we're gonna have campus reps um, be part of that committee as well so that we can, we can spread out um, across universities um, all over the country. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and then just some other things in the, in the somewhat distant future, but I'm sure will come up sooner than we um, anticipate. We're talking about some collaborative programming at APA with again, Division 41 addressing um, COVID-19 and the rise of telepsychology within um, correctional and forensic practice. So uh, those are some of the big things that we've been working on. And um, you know, one of the silver linings, I guess, of, of all this stuff going virtual is that we can, we can reach more people with more information. And that sounds like one of the primary goals that you, you mentioned um, for the section. Wow, you guys have a lot going on. So a webinar series um, that a lot of topics focused on really kind of those hot button issues right now um, and shedding light on maybe some populations that people may not know so much about. And then also a great benefit of offering continuing education credit too. And then I love hearing about getting the students more involved. You know, we're in APA, we're always focused on this pipeline of, you know, members and leaders, um, people to, you know, um, help kind of, you know, keep our field fresh and, um, and also, um, you know, uh, continue on with our, the progress that we've set forth over the years. Um, and so having the students so involved as to having a committee and some campus representatives across the country, I mean, that's just really impressive. And yeah, then, I'm really, these students yeah. are really picky. They're having meetings that I don't even know about. <laughs> One of my students at the university is involved, you know, sort of peripherally. She's like, oh, we had a meeting. I was like, oh, I didn't even know. So I'm really glad that they're taking on this initiative and they're really excited to, to build something more structural and something that has a bigger presence. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, some, some real go-getters. And then of course, tackling COVID and, um, and yeah, that's kind of an interesting idea to me as someone who doesn't work in forensic settings or, um, or with this population, but thinking about telepsychology and being applied um, in these populations or in these institutions. So imagine there's, um, there's a lot to learn um, and speak about at this upcoming convention about lessons learned for sure and best, best practices when it comes to telepsychology. Yeah, there, there's a lot. I mean, you know, I'm seeing some specialized webinars and other trainings focused on this area and the, and the use of telepsychology and, and what that looks like and definitely lots of lessons learned people just having to kind of shift how they're doing things in all different settings, you know, not just corrections, but um, all kinds of settings, just sort of this overnight rapid shift to, you know, how we provide services to people. Sure. Well, any, any other exciting um, initiatives on the horizon? Um, I think those are probably our, our biggest ones right now. Um, we do have um, our, we recently, I guess recently within the last year, revived our um, section newsletter, The Gavel. Um, so we should be having a, I know all of the pieces are ready. Um, I don't know when it will be disseminated exactly, but um, we will be having an upcoming fall issue of The Gavel, which has, I think, a lot of really great articles and um, new research um, briefs in there that people can kind of catch up on what's what's new. Um, so I, I hope it'll be a really good issue for people to, I don't know, maybe some quarantine reading or, or something of that nature. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm also really proud. We have a, a senior editor and a student editor of that newsletter, and they've really, you know, busted their butt to put together a really good issue in the midst of a, of a pandemic. And, and both of them have really small children at home. And so they really, I'm really excited about their um, contributions and, and what they were able to pull together in these sort of strange times. I know I read the last um, issue and um, you have some really, really good content there. What I'll do for listeners of this podcast is I'll include in the show notes the link to the gavel so that you that way you can read the current issue or previous issues um, that were published too. Thank you. That'd be great. Yeah. So um, what a great way to also kind of educate the public too about some important topics um, with the newsletter that you that your section publishes. Well, um, if people um, are interested in taking part in the criminal justice section, you know, getting more involved, how could they go about doing that? There is a couple of different ways that they go about doing that. Um, one of which is to join our section uh, <laughs> and um, become a member of our um, email discussion list, which is um, div 18 crimjustice at lists.apa.org. I think you can just, if you go to the Division 18 website and to our section, I think there's a, there should be a link in there to get on our um, discussion list. So not only joining the discussion list, but also engaging in that discussion list. It's, it's open for people to, you know, post new articles or to, you know, um, solicit 
opinions or you know resources and things like that. Um, so getting involved in the discussion list is one way. Um, you can follow us on social media. We have a Facebook account. We have a, a relatively new Twitter account, which is at APA Justice. Um, and then the newest addition, we have a YouTube channel. So a lot of our virtual events are um, subsequently posted on the YouTube channel for people to, to view at a later time. We also have created, I think over the last year and a half, we've created more opportunities for people to serve on um, ad hoc committees, for example. So I mentioned earlier, we had a, a webinar committee. We also have an awards committee. Um, we, we have section awards every year, uh, which may be another incentive for people to get involved in, in the section um, to qualify for those awards. Um, so people, you know, interested in getting more involved could, could look for opportunities to serve on those committees or, you know, when people who are currently in service positions rotate out, um, you know, getting involved in more of the leadership um, aspect of things. And then um, another good way to contribute is to the gavel that, that I mentioned earlier. We're always looking for ideas for the next issue. Um, we've been trying to, to publish um, an issue at least every fall and spring. And so we're looking for not only, uh, you know, professionals to PhD, postdoctorate um, individuals to write, you know, featured articles or, or um, other special topics, but we also look for students to help us, um, you know, pull together, like I said, um, research briefs that highlight um, current research in the field. And we have a section within the gavel, um, I believe it's called For Students by Students, where students will write about topics um, that are relevant to other students. We just, in this next issue, um, actually the, the author has just recently graduated, so she is postgraduate, um, but she was reflecting on her experiences being on postdoctoral internship in the middle, you know, she was midway through her internship this pandemic hit and kind of reflecting on some of the challenges and, and even some of the positives that came came out of, of doing that or having to, to go through that experience. So we're looking for, you know, people to, to contribute articles, um, both, both students and, you know, postdoctoral professionals as well. And of course, you know, you know, attending our, our webinars and things like that, we, through that forum, we often share announcements of things that are that are up and coming um, in the section. So those are the main ways that I can think of that people can get involved and can get in the know about what our section is doing. That's a lot. Um, so so there are ways people can get involved in maybe different leadership opportunities, which is great because I know people are trying to find ways to to contribute um, and and serve. And so if people have an interest in you know, criminal justice, that this, you know, maybe reaching out and seeing if they can either write for the gavel or um, maybe serve on one of the committees, like the webinar, you know, planning committee or awards, that could be a great, a, you know, great way to contribute. Um, and then also hearing about your YouTube channel, I was just thinking, I think I've missed some of your webinars, and maybe I can go back and go to the YouTube channel and, and, um, use some of the previous ones that I missed. Um, and so what I'll also do for, for listeners too, is I'll include those links in the show notes too, so you don't have to hunt around for them. Um, but that's just wonderful. You guys are doing so much. Oh, and I, in social media too. So lots of ways to connect with the section. 
yeah, I, I, I hope we're getting out there. So our, our, again, our students are behind the social media pages. And, and I think part of that new student committee, we're going to have some kind of, we're going to have a position specifically for, you know, social media oversight and things like that. So our students also get a lot of credit for disseminating information and, and putting out announcements through our social media pages. That's wonderful. So anything else that we haven't talked about that you also would like to mention or want to make sure we, we know about today? Um, I'll just conclude and say we have a, a lot of really excellent members. We have a lot of um, great people who've stepped up to, again, serve in leadership positions, serve on committees, to get information out there to folks. Um, and like I said, our, our goal is really just to um, make a better working environment for psychologists working in this setting and um, you know, provide better care and better services to justice-involved individuals. Um, I, I've personally find Division 18 to be my APA home, and and I've been involved in you know Division, well, not only Division 18 but the section for for many years. And the the people who are in this section are really good people. They're very helpful. Um, it's just an enjoyable community, I think, to be a part of, even if you know, most of it now is virtual and through email and things of that nature. And so I, I really hope people will listen to this and um, check out our section and, and find some ways to get involved and meet some of the, some of our really great members who are doing really great things. Well, I think so. I think people will be inspired to participate and maybe attend some of your educational opportunities that you have coming up or uh, follow you on social media because um, you guys have a lot of exciting things going on. And I agree, I think um, you have this really important platform too to help get the word out um, about, you know, maybe more humane treatment uh, for justice involved people and, um, and also helping to support the profession, the people who are, are serving um, these, these folks. So I wanna thank you so much for your time today, Dr. Battistini. Um, and again, if anyone's interested in learning more about the criminal justice section, just look at the show notes. There'll be links um, to the social media platforms, YouTube, the gavel, their webpage um, through Division 18. Um, so you can learn more and hopefully get involved. And thank you both again. I enjoyed the opportunity to talk about our section. It's really cool thank learning about it. Yeah, thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. All right. And with that, we'll wrap up another episode of Public Service Psychology Now. Thank you all for tuning in and uh, be sure to subscribe so that way you'll be notified whenever a new ish, um, episode comes out. All right. Take care, everyone. Be safe. Stay well. <laughs>